Hey, Relevant Development community, are you ready to take your leadership to new heights? Begin your journey with the Raise the Bar Leadership Group. With only 25 spots available, transform your leadership in just 90 days through dynamic weekly sessions, well-crafted strategies, and a supportive community. Discover the art of leading with authenticity, strength, and influence. You can secure your spot by messaging me the word leader to info at weraisethebar.com. That's info at weraise, R-A-I-Z-E, thebar.com. Anyone can hold a position, but not everyone can raise the bar. Let's lead boldly with intentionality and purpose. If you're ready, DM me the word leader. Now let's get back to the show. Whether in a business or in a school or even your home, people think of classroom management or office management or how do we manage our home and behavioral management. How do we manage people's behaviors? Well, what if I told you that the culture of your home, the culture of your workplace doesn't have anything to do with office management, classroom management, or even behavioral management. There's one piece of management that you're not looking at that if you just dial into this piece, home life, work life will be so much better. Are you ready? Let's get into it. If you want to raise the bar on your growth, whether it's personal or professional, this is the podcast for you. And now, the host, Juan hey, Alvarado. Hey, welcome to the Relevant Podcast. I am your host, Juan Alvarado. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode, I really want to dive into a better, deeper, and a real-life understanding of leadership. Now, talk about leadership a lot, and I understand that we probably all have understanding of leadership. You know, we hear sayings like, uh, leaders are those who develop other leaders, and leaders lead from the front and uh, motivate from the back. And I say those same exact things, but I really want to get a grasp of what leadership should look like on a daily basis with the intentionality of where your thought process should be. What should we think about daily, every single day for every situation? The other day I was speaking at a program for a school district and one of the topics that I was speaking on was behavior management and teaching people that there's a difference between classroom management and behavioral management. But then I started to think we don't, we just don't teach behavioral management in the education space. We do this all over the place, whether you work in a school or for a school district or in an office, uh, no matter where it is, nonprofit, for-profit location, we kind of all teach behavioral management, and not necessarily classroom management, but office management. How do we manage those people in our offices or the people that we work with or work for? Let me rephrase that sentence. Managers, leaders, supervisors, I need you to fully understand what I'm about to tell you. People don't work for us. It's not our organization. It's not our business. Now, if you're the owner of the business, then those, that statement uh, is, is true. But for everybody else, the people that you work with, right? Your coworkers, the people who you lead, managers, leaders, supervisors, those people who work with you, your coworkers work with you, your staff work with you. They don't work necessarily for you. It's not your company, it's not your organization. And so if we can get this first thought process of my staff work with me, I want my staff to work with me. When we have a disagreement, I want you to work with me, I want you to understand with me, I wanna be there with you, I wanna bring an understanding together. Togetherness, it's a with 
foundation, not a for foundation. I think where a lot of organizations, including classrooms and schools and things of those of that nature, and I want to speak to both because I, I speak to a lot of leadership in the school sector, I want to be able to let you know that I'm speaking about every job in every sector for the most part. So it's more than behavior management. It's about identity management. We need to, and you need to understand the identity when you work here. I think it's, it's funny that Kobe Bryant had the Black Mamba. He was Kobe Bryant outside the court, but when he stepped into the court and onto the court, he became the Black Mamba. Beyonce does the same thing. Beyonce is Beyonce, but on stage, she's Sasha Fierce. It's like, we become somebody different, and I think a lot of times, when we have issues in the workplace, we become the person who we were already pre-wired to be. Like we end up having attitude with those people from the other businesses. Like the business department doesn't get along with the budget department. The budget department doesn't get along with uh, other people and managers and supervisors don't get along. And the, the supervisor from this department doesn't get along with the, the superintendent or this, this department head doesn't get along with this department head. And it's because we let our own attitude get in the way. And so in this episode, I want you to fully understand that it's not about behavior management and managing your own behavior and helping others manage theirs. It's more about identity management. How do you manage the people's identity when they come into work? Who are they? Who are you working with? What is the culture here? Because this is what I'll tell you. The reason why there's unhealthy cultures in the workplace, the culture will reflect who the people are. Are your people let everybody else know what the culture is in the workplace? Let me say that again. The people, your people, will let you know what your culture is. If people don't feel safe, you have an unsafe environment. If people feel like people talk trash uh, behind other people's back, you have a rumor-filled, gossip-filled environment. When we have people that say, nope, you know what, that stops here. You're not going to talk about so-and-so if you have an issue with them. You need to take that up with him. If you don't feel comfortable going to them, I will help you go with them. If we don't have leaders amongst our people to say, time out, we are not going to badmouth somebody, coworkers, bosses, we're going to bring it up and we're going to deal with it now. That's the culture. And the culture is based off of its people. So what is the, what is the identity of our group that we're trying to lead and leaders in management what is the identity of the leadership because you know what your people will let you know what that identity is we need to let our coworkers know that they're smart that they're strong that they're helpful that we we start to put in the the identity of people being victors and not victim we need to let people know that they are being supported where leaders get lost in their leadership is you think that you are the leader for you. This is what I mean by this. When we read books or we go to school and we have that degree on the wall, we think, I did that, which you did. Four, five, 10, 12 years, however long it took you to get that degree on the wall, you did that, congratulations. But your degree, your knowledge, your leadership is not for you, just like this. A mechanic is not a mechanic for themselves. He or she is the mechanic for you when your car breaks down. The person who is the uh, heat and air cooling guy and he comes to your house, his profession is not for him, it's for you. So in that same sense, your leadership is not for you. You are to lead 
other people. And I think that's where we get messed up. We start to have attitude with the person from the other department and we start to say, no, that's not how I handle things. You're supposed to handle things for other people. That's what leadership is. Yes, leaders create other leaders, but leaders should be leading the way in what our identity is here. My sister told me a story the other day that she went to Taco Bell and there was a gentleman outside the window. There's a lot of cars. What they were doing was kind of like if you understand or who, if anybody knows what Dutch Bros is, but Dutch Bros, what happens is everybody orders. There's a person in the drive-thru and they're taking orders and as drinks come out, you don't have to wait for the window. If your drink comes out sooner, like if the person in front of you drinks or ordered, the person in front of you ordered 10 drinks, you don't necessarily need to wait for them. The other, the other people will come and carry your drink out to you and then you can bypass all those cars and then leave. So this Taco Bell was doing just that. There was somebody taking orders and then there was gentlemen who were taking the orders out. And as my sister approached the window, the guy saw, uh, the gentleman at the window saw the tacos going in and he says, mm -mm. Do me a favor, can you rewrap that? And the person there, instead of giving attitude, says, okay, I'll rewrap it. Not, it is wrapped. I've already wrapped it. How come? <sighs> no, that wasn't the case. Yes, sir. Got it. And they rewrapped it. He said, loud enough for that person to hear and loud enough for my sister to hear, if you were, if, if we're giving tacos out like that, Whoever opens, them, opens it up, it's gonna spill all over the place. It's gonna make a mess. We need to make sure that we wrap it right. Here's the lesson behind that. Within a two or three mile radius, there are four other Taco Bells. During a 30 minute lunch or an hour lunch, whoever's on their lunch break is gonna flood to those locations. But guess what? When you go and get your stuffing, you, when you go to a Taco Bell or McDonald's or wherever you go, and you see that they didn't give you enough ketchup or they didn't give you napkins or they didn't give you a spoon or your stuff was all wrapped and it was all, it was all over the place and messy, but you went to that one place where they made sure that it was right. That when you asked for four barbecue sauces, they gave you four barbecue sauces and not just one for a 20 piece chicken McNugget. Sorry, I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm speaking about situations that I've had. Or you go to, again, Taco Bell and you order four or five items and they give you two hot sauces. Like, what do you expect me to do with this? But at that location, when you know that they give you the right order, everything is in your bag, you're not missing anything, and it's wrapped correctly where the standard is, we will make sure that when people have a choice, they pick here, the culture or the identity of that location is perfection, is customer service. It wasn't gonna take more than 20 seconds to rewrap. So the customer might wait 20 extra seconds, but you know what? If I have four different choices of Taco Bells to go to, I'm gonna to go to that one. And you know what that's gonna happen? Is word of mouth is gonna say, you know what they did? They rewrapped my things. They made sure that it was right. And yes, it was a long line, but you know what? That long line went by very, very quickly. And if I had a choice to go to any location, don't go to that one, go to this one. Perfect example, where I live, there's two in and outs One's a little bit further than the other one, but one takes forever. People will drive across town to come to the faster one because that is the culture and the identity of that location. So when we talk about leaders, what is the identity of the leader? What is the identity of your coworkers? What is the identity of you as a worker? I've said this before, we want the ideal boss, but are we being the ideal staff? Bosses, we want the ideal staff, but are we being the ideal bosses? I heard this the other day as well, that when you squeeze an orange, you cut an orange in half and you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. 
You don't get apple juice. You don't get grape juice because that would be weird. If you were to squeeze an orange and purple juice of grape juice came out, you'd be like, oh my gosh, that is so weird. Why is it when we squeeze leaders, we don't get leadership? We get attitude. We get something different. We get, I don't want to work with that person. That's not my job. I'm going to talk to so-and-so. We start blind CCing people on emails. We start to have attitude. We take it to a different level. And what's happening is we're squeezing leaders and we're not getting leadership. Same thing goes for the staff. When you are a support staff, whatever your position is, when we squeeze you and you get squeezed, how come we're getting everything but the support staff? How come we're getting pushback. The orange doesn't say, I'm going to give you something different. I'm going to give you what I've been designed to give you. And if you're giving anything else, it's because you are lost in your identity. You think you are working or people are working for you when they should be working with you. You think this is your location. This thing, you think this is your business and it's not your business. You are working with an organization and you need to abide by their rules no matter where you are on the totem pole. Your gift, your calling, your job is not for you. It's for other people. The mechanic is for those people who need their cars fixed. The doctor is for those patients. The teachers, it's for the students. Those bosses, it's for your leadership is not for you. It's for your staff. We have an identity problem in the workplace. So today what I want you to think about is, am I treating my staff as if they work for me and not with me? And does that need a change? And I would tell you, yes, it does. It needs a change. How do we have a work with you mentality? I want to lead with you. I want you to lead with me. Move us together. My leadership I want managers, again, to understand my leadership is not to lead me. It is to lead the organization with these staff in the right way. Teachers, your ability to teach is not for you. It is for your students. Husbands, wives, your ability to lead the family is not for you. It's for your spouse, for your kids. We need to understand that when we have communication issues, attitude issues. We need to turn away from behavioral management. We might need to look at identity management. Do we need to manage and understand again, start brand new base level. Who am I? What am I here for? Who am I working with or who works with me? And how do I help support and move people forward as their leader? I hope this was helpful. I hope you understand this place of identity in what we need to teach ourselves and as leaders in the workplace, how do we teach an identity management wise and in management wise of identity, how do we bring in new hires or talk to those or speak with those staff who have been there for a while? This is what I want our department to be known for. This will be our identity. And here's the next portion. We need to make sure that it's a team effort. Hey, staff, what do you want to be known for? What do you want your identity here in the workplace to be known for? And then what do you want our department to be known for? Almost work that backwards. Let me take that back for a second. What do you want our department to be known for? Because I can guarantee you your department is known for something and it's not what you think it is. What is our department known for? What do you think or what have you heard through the grapevine that our department is known for? What do you want it to be known for? 
And if you want it to be known for X, Y, and Z, then you have to put that into it. You want the best department, but are you being the best staff? Are you being the best leader? Because if this is what people think we are, and this is what we want to be, something has to change. The culture has to change. And if the culture is gonna change, that means the people have to change because your people, the people, you are the culture. So let's move forward this week in correcting and identifying our true identity as a department, as a worker, and as a leader. And remember, we work with each other. Remember that if you wanna to get to the next level, you have to pull yourself up, but you cannot pull yourself up unless you raise that bar. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next episode.